What would this Christmas be without a little real reindeer magic? And if you listen to my show, then, of course, you will remember Carrot, the magic deer. This is a deer that somehow survived having an arrow through his head and uh, made headlines around the world. And then I checked in to see how Carrot was doing, and I learned recently that he went on to have his own little family, including a little fawn named Christmas. And sadly, Christmas, she was hit by a car and suffered a pretty severely broken leg which, if not fixed, will ultimately uh, lead likely to this fawn's death. But this prompted the woman who saved Carrot to help Christmas. And her name is Leanne Carver, and she's been ra- you know, busy raising money, trying to you know, get the word out to anybody who can help get uh, Christmas to a sanctuary, to get her help where she'll be safe. And uh, the only way you can move an animal like this is by the Ministry of Natural Resource and Forestry. Otherwise, that animal is on its own. And maybe someone in Greg Rickford's office is Santa Claus in there, or maybe he is himself. But someone heard the pleas, and um, I want to say Wednesday night, but it may have been Thursday. A team from uh, this ministry, not the minister's office, but the ministry flew into Kenora, and Little Christmas was tranquilized, penned, and has now been moved off to a veterinarian facility where they're going to try to work and save this. Ugh, she's such a cute baby. Leanne Carver joining me now from Kenora. She is a wildlife photographer, also known as a reindeer saint. Good to have you, Leanne. Hello, Alex. I heard. All I right. Just so heard, I just heard <laughs> Santa was in Norway. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, he'll probably get to Kenora before he gets down here to uh, Toronto, but he might not leave. And certainly, um, just so our listeners understand, I mean, your whole living is made kind of capturing wildlife moments, but you also live in an area where you get a lot of beautiful deer kind of strolling up to your house, and that's how you met Carrot. And, and, and certainly when I called you, I said, well, how's Carrot doing? And then you told me about Christmas's plight. Just so our listeners understand, um, Christmas, what, what happened to her and where does things stand now? Uh, actually, there's no indication of what actually happened to her. I don't know how she injured her leg. In any case, she ended up here at my place. And for the better part of two weeks, I asked the Ministry of Natural Resources to help me get her to the nearest sanctuary, which is about three hours away from here. We don't have one in Kenora, despite being in the heart of the boreal forest. Yeah. Um, Maybe you anyway, just I wasn't one. successful with that. Uh, and on Wednesday, I made a post on Carrot's page, uh, you know, calling on Minister Rickford, who, by the legislation, has the power to do special permissions and authorizations to help Christmas get care. And I woke up the next morning to a phone call from John Marshall from the Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry, who explained to me that throughout the night they had organized mm. under Greg's, Greg Rickford's um, advisement, I guess, to dart uh, Christmas and get her to a vet for x-rays. Dr. Sherry Cox was flown in that day. This is all in the span of like 20 hours, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, it's a pretty big operation. Yeah, a lot of organizing. Um, Questionably. Uh, and also, the minister shared my post about Christmas on his Facebook page and said he would do everything in his power to save her. Uh, so, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, it's, it's pretty amazing. And then so, 
Uh, I guess it would have been Wednesday night into Thursday. Um, they somehow went in and they tranquilized her. They got her all comfortable in this pen and she's got oxygen and there she was taken out um, because well, she had been surviving by your place in some straw or kind of nestling up under some brush in the woods. On Thursday, actually, we all met and I brought them to where she was. And uh, I was there for the whole process. It was very remarkable. Great teamwork. And uh, they darted her and got her down to the vet clinic. I don't think she was in there but for about um, maybe 20 minutes, and John Marshall again called me to let me know that everything looked good uh, under x-rays and that an orthopedic surgeon was coming in next week (laughs) to try and uh, re-break the leg, I suppose, and mend it. And in the meantime, she would be held in a heated pen in in the city somewhere. Um, So, yeah, that was pretty remarkable. No kidding. I mean, look, this isn't your first time. I mean, you garnered worldwide headlines for Carrot, which survived this arrow through the head. And I was surprised when I reached out to you. I thought I wasn't sure what the update would be on Carrot. But then when you told me about Christmas's situation, uh, his little family member, I thought, geez, here we go again. Has um, Carrot been looking for Christmas? Um, Does he understand what's going on? I actually haven't seen Carrot in a few days. He's a a guy of his own free will, and he he makes his rounds much like Santa, making sure everybody's happy. into. Uh, you know, so, no, I haven't seen him in the last few days. And you're feeling on Christmas, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, and Christmas, did she understand what was going on? I mean, she was obviously tranquilized a little bit. I mean, she's delicate, she's tiny, um, and and the injury on her leg, for people to understand, I mean, her leg is basically kind of bent in half, but she has the tiniest, tiniest little leg. Um, She was calm and, and cool? Uh, she absolutely recognized when the dart hit her, and she tried to run to a little safe spot that she's uh, made a little home for her. It was quite emotional for me anyway, uh, definitely knowing that something was going on that wasn't usual. But it was uh, very quickly she was out, and they had her on oxygen. So uh, I wasn't there when she was brought to the, the heating pen to wake up. I haven't seen her since. I miss her madly. She's mm. uh, miss her face terribly. She's a, a wonderful being, but... She's safe, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, and certainly without you stepping in, she, she would not make it. I mean, there's no way. I mean, she, she might survive the break, but she would be eaten by a predator. Certainly susceptible to predation. That would be the ri- biggest risk to her. Otherwise, she could probably survive on her own just the way she was. Um, but, yeah, she, she, you know, she's the weak link in the herd, right? So, yeah. Well, it's quite amazing, and I hope over the coming days that you will get a chance, because clearly these animals, um, are ta- they take to you, and they, I know they come to your place, and I know the locals get a chance to see them, but there's a connection that they have made with, with you and your home, maybe with Alex, but... Um, you know, this what her story and what Carrot's story do in a time like what we're in is pretty unbelievable because it's not just you who, who it's like you put out the signal and people just are just want to help. Yeah, I'm just the conduit for his magic. I can't say this enough. There's something special about Carrot. He's had it since he was born. He's like this peace bringer. And he, he fills you with absolute happiness. Everyone who sends me pictures of him who meets them says the same thing. It's inexplicable. So, in any case, when these, you know, they show up at my window, um, you know, they heal me as much as I'm trying to heal them. So, I'm glad to have the opportunity to be able to do something. Jeez. 
you kind of have like a dream life where people like the deer come to you, they visit, you get to hang out in the woods and take, you know, majestic pictures of the beauty and the innocence of nature. And so it's a pretty uh, a great uh, thing. But it, are these deer known locally um, as well? Like, is this kind of, has this turned that area kind of into a place where people just know that that's where Carrot and her family live? Well, actually, Carrot really wanders. He visits a lot of people and he knows his name. So when people see him, and I've seen it happen with police officers, I hear people call him Carrot, and he responds right away, walks over to them, and he gives them a, a lick on the hand, and then he keeps going. It's just his wow. spirit. He's a gentle, gentle being. And, yes, so Carrot's very well-renowned. Christmas That's is, uh, is going to be, too. I want to say one thing, though. You mentioned before, you said, I've done this before. I haven't. This is the first time in Kenora's history that a, a vet has seen a, a deer, ever. Yeah. Yeah, I guess with Carrot, it was a bit of a different situation because they came into the woods, took the arrow out, and it was kind of like he was on his own to survive. And I don't know how he survived, but he did. Right, but the vet also did her instruction over the telephone to people who had never done that process before. So that in itself was remarkable. But this time, that very same vet that uh, helped with Carrot flew into Kenora under uh, Mr. Rickbird's you know, authority and actually tended to Christmas. And that's a first. We don't have big animals that care. We don't have sanctuaries. So any injured animal here doesn't get that kind of care. So, it's- Well, you, got, you, got, you have to know that uh, getting a, a kind of positive headline um, in such a dark time is one of those things that it does a lot for people. And, uh, and it's just amazing kind of the hope and joy it brings to, to people from far and, and wide, clearly, because uh, it's amazing how many people have t- attached themselves. And I've told you before, the one story I always get asked about is carrot. Well, I have to tell you, if I can, in about 10 seconds or more, I get messages from all over the world almost daily about how much of an impact he's made on people's lives, whether it's through grief, disease, or, you know, perseverance. I mean, he's just a model of magic and hope for people. And the world's sorely lacking that right now, right? So he's really given them something to cling to. This morning I got a message, uh, and a girl actually got a tattoo of a carrot on her arm. It's a carrot. She said when she first saw him, she couldn't forget his face, and he changed her life. And, you know, to see a carrot on someone's forearm when I woke up this morning, she also said that she didn't know that Christmas was going to get help. And and when she woke up with the tattoo the following day, she learned about Christmas getting help from the government. So she was quite moved. All right. Well, fingers crossed over the next few days that this little girl gets uh, the help that she needs and she gets sent off to live in a paradise of... uh, of you making that happen. And, um, you know, I, I very much appreciate you updating the story, and I'll keep in touch with you over the holidays and see how she does. But uh, want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas as well as Alex. And um, let's hope Carrot visits and uh, you get to visit with um, with uh, Christmas because clearly I think the human connection will probably lift her spirits too. Sure. And whoever he visits needs it most. So I'm fine with sharing him. Merry Christmas to you all. Much love and be the magic. Yeah, thanks so much. Leanne Carver is her name. And if you want to see pictures of uh, and see who Carrot is, Carrot the Magic Deer and the Orange Heart Club, you can go to Facebook. It's Carrot the Magic Deer and the Orange Heart Club. All the information is there uh, about his story, but also you can see little Christmas in her little broken leg, and you can see them picking her up and doing kind of all the things that they need to do. But it's a really lovely story, and we'll hope for a happy ending out of this.